Hey, and uh, hello, hi, and welcome to episode number 147 of Dude and a Monkey. My name's Ian Loring, and first off, I've got to say, the Cult Experience is a brewery <laughs> that sells out ale in Wales. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me <laughs> twice, shame on me. This is the second of their ales that I've had. I'm not a fan. <laughs> is it not? Why? What, 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 what's, what, what's wrong with it? Is it? Is it? Is there a certain? Is there a theme that's developed on the two of them that's, that's caused you to not be a fan of them? Because there, there's, there's certain breweries I don't get on with just because they taste they, they, all their beers have a certain twinginess to them that I can't get on with. They are so hops focused. It's untrue. Are they? I'm not a massive, massive, massive fan of hops. I like my hops. Yeah. But I don't like it overpowering everything else. Now, Every flavour. Both of their ales that I've had, I swear this one tastes like their, their, one of the other ones they do. And I've only yeah. tried the two. They taste the fucking same. Yeah, well, I've got a, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a brewery that will say it's fairly local to where I live. Uh, I don't want to say the name of it because a friend of mine uh, runs it. So <laughs> um, I don't want to say the name of it. And I think he does actually listen to the podcast. So he'll. It, it, He'll have words with me about it, but I don't want to say the name of it and give it a bad name. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it all tastes the same to me. Um, it all tastes very similar. I, I spoke to the people about it, and they think it's amazing and great, but uh, to me, it all fucking tastes the same. Yeah, I mean, because I, um, I, I, I bought as a backup, because I thought this might not go down too well, I bought the, the Fuller's Organic Honeydew, so I might be having that a, a, a bit later on, and that... I like, you know, yeah. that's that. And have you ever tried Badger Blandford Flyer? Yes, I have. Yeah, oh, fucking Badger's like, nice, actually. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's nice, gingery, like little fucker, and it's beautiful. Yeah, well, I, I, I on, on while we're, while we're beer talking, I on Saturday went to um, went to Asda to buy stuff for dinner and all sorts of bits, uh, and thought, you know what, I I, I deserve a beer tonight. So um, mm. I was gonna get some some ales in there. I think yeah. Four for a five or something like that. Right, yeah. I couldn't find anything. Yeah. There was like big empty gaps everywhere, so I couldn't find anything. So I ended up just going. Do you know what? I, I, I don't want to risk. I don't want to drink something that I've already drank recently on from the ale selection, and I don't want to risk buying something that I'm gonna go. Well, that was crap. So I ended up just getting a, a four pack of Brooklyn <laughs> in the end, yeah. uh, which went down way too fucking smooth. Nice, nice. No, I, I, it's um. I've got my old, that's the thing, I've got my old dependables and I like to slightly push the boat out sometimes, but it's the Sainsbury's in um, the centre of Cardiff doesn't have, it's a small Sainsbury's and it doesn't have the widest ale selection. It's basically Hobgoblin, Old Speckled Hen, or for some reason, randomly, these beers from this brewery that I'm not a massive fan of. So I'm going to have to go to Marks and Spencers. Marks and Spencers have the best, surprisingly most varied ale selection. Well, yeah, because they took on like a big kind of thing, didn't they, where uh, they did like their speciality ones, where they're all branded as big Marks and Spencer's um, like guest ales, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they've all got a, a similar kind of theme of label on them, but like in various sort of colours where they'll have like a, a fucking like a fucking ship on them and one will have a fucking canoe on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those. And there's some really, really nice ones in there. However, if you don't check the uh, APV on them, then, then sometimes you can end up fucking, you, you can do like what I've done before where it was um, six for a tenner recently. Yeah. And I picked up six and all of them were uh, above 6%. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I had like three and I was going, fucking hell, I'm feeling a little bit 
feel a bit fucking funny here now. Oh, <laughs> what the fucking hell is this? Oh, that's because it's 7.9%. Oh, man, it's like that Tesco double IPA. I um, was WhatsApping you guys about the other day. Yeah. And it's like this Br- uh, Tesco one that's actually done by Brewdog, and it's 9.2. Yeah. And that that hits you like a motherfucker, but it's really tasty. So Yeah, it's nice, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, that was a little, little, a little fucking tangent before we even started the show. Yeah, man. No, it was impressive. Um, <laughs> I liked it. It's slightly because we're treading water because um, Noel Mellor's going to be joining us at some point um, to talk some Deadpool. Yes, um, like I'm sure every single film podcast is this week. Um, you know, we we usually, I think we slightly pride ourselves sometimes on going a bit left of centre, but at the same time, we've been talking about Deadpool on and off for months. Well, yeah, I, I've been I've been fucking talking about it, been excited about it, and saying it, it, it's the film I'm most looking forward to this year. Um, seemingly since since it was fucking announced, really, um, and then. Everyone's kind of everybody's excited about it. Everybody's talking about it, which is a, a great fucking thing. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, we, we we don't usually go for the the big, you know, unless it's like a big sort of tempo sort of movie that we want to see. We don't usually go for the the big hit movie. We usually go for the the slightly off center one to the, to the side. Uh, but yeah, it, it seems like our our side slightly off center one has kind of been fucking pulling the, the mainstream. So it looks like we're following the fucking trend. But we we were there before it was cool. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, were yeah fu- totally. We... No, that's unfortunate. I'm going to keep this in the video podcast. Fucking- Maybe in the audio one as well. Yeah, oh, it, Mark just looked like a spanner then. Sorry, you're, you just froze <laughs> up on me. And the, the picture like was awesome. No, no, no. The picture was awesome. You had your mouth wide open. It was blurry. <laughs> like, um, um, yeah, so it, 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 it's, it's cool, but it's kind of it's kind of got there. And we'll, we'll get into it. I suppose when we we'll talk about Deadpool, it would be better set up for, for, for when Noel's around because there's, there's a lot of interesting stuff kind of going on around the film that, you know, in terms of its marketing, not just marketing, but how it's how it's got to be so fucking everywhere. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's incredible. It, it's, you know, when you see things like the, you know, the, the worldwide phenomenon, and you look at it, sometimes you go, really? Divergent series? Worldwide phenomenon? Not really. No one gives a shit. Yeah. But it, with Deadpool, it almost has become that. It has become this, this, this kind of, this, this snowballing effect has taken up and... It's ended. It's ended here with this incredible opening weekend. Oh, you know the marketing people got fucked on Friday and Saturday night when the numbers started coming in. Yeah, because yeah. because I, I I guarantee you, absolutely one hundred percent guarantee you, if you would if you'd have offered the makers, studio, everybody, you'd have said what this film is going to make. What we thought, what this one made its open weekend. If you'd have offered them, I would say that overall, they'd have gone fuck yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, have yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon yeah. if you'd have, you'd have offered them almost, you'd offer them half of that, they'd have still gone be happy with that. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It's it's mental. I mean, uh, you know, we'll we'll get into it, but I mean, fair, fair fucking play. But um, yeah, we'll do some uh, we'll do some what we watched and whatnot as well. Um. Yeah, so it, I, I think we may as well address the, the whole you, the, the YouTube thing. Um, so yeah. we're, we're expanding our remit a bit. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's a bit mad, actually. So I just on a whim on Friday night, I was like, I might I might just try live streaming like 
play in something and just see how it goes. So said to Mark quickly, do you mind if I do this? Nope, go ahead. And uh, did the Hitman beta. Little did I know that the microphone on my on my this um, doesn't it barely picks up on PlayStation Four. Yeah. Like so, I actually bought a headset over the weekend, and I did it. So I, I did the Hitman beta um, and recorded a little kind of uh, episodey thing. Ian's game face. Um, which was the best my drunk mind could come up with. I I recorded that thing at like 11 o'clock at night on Friday. Um, And uh, yeah, so I did the Hitman beta. And then yesterday I played the um, the first 20, 25 minutes or so of um, this game Firewatch. And you can hear me fine in that. Um, So that's something. Um, That game's fucking depressing. Yeah, I know. I watched a little bit. <laughs> oh man, did you like watch the intro stuff, like the text on the screen and stuff? Yeah, I watched a bit of it. I was watching you, and it was yeah, it was fucking. It seemed pretty bleak. Yeah, I, like so. It's I don't know. It's it's interesting though. The game's only about three and a half, four hours long, and I think I'm about two thirds of the way through. I'm probably going to get through the rest of it tonight. It's weird. I don't know whether it's going to turn into a horror film, a sci-fi, or just like an emotional drama i've got <laughs> yeah. no idea which way it's going now it's it's more awesome but yeah so there, there's i'm gonna kind of kick out that content and um we've also got a, a long time friend of the show who's going to be writing some stuff for the site as well yes uh glenn uh, chapman's gonna write some sort of bits for the site uh what kind of i suppose what we kind of want to do is um is just kind of throw it open if someone feels like fucking writing something and they don't have a platform um to kind of to throw it out there really and they don't want to start their own blog um website will be up shortly um yeah i was supposed to be getting something over the weekend but <laughs> i had a crazy weekend so um yes you did yes yeah so um so it will be up in, in due time but what we're going to have there is uh, we're going to have sort of the, the YouTube stuff we're going to have the podcast and we're basically going to have to sort of post where we'll post stuff but to sort of keep it going uh, if people have an idea of do you know what fuck it I've written this or I've got an idea about writing this get in touch with us and we're, we're happy to kind of put it up there for you so and it's not it doesn't have to be film related really to be honest mm-hmm. uh, that's the important thing I think I, mean, I think the podcast War again, it, it is going to be like so. Anybody thinking, oh, I'm not too sure about this. I don't give a fuck about video games. Like I, we are, ta- we do our tangents like normal, but this fucker, the structure's staying the same. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's it. This is going to stay the same. But the, the you know, Glenn's, for instance, uh, he's going to write some bits uh, on uh, parenting from the 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 father's uh, perspective mm. uh, which is really fucking cool um, which I suppose at, at some point I would think that, that myself uh, and you will probably add things into into that as well mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you've got the, the, the you know they're going to do the a bit of the game thing on there uh, I'm going to start doing a few sort of football related I'm, looking, um, I'm fucking looking forward to that sorry uh, yeah, yeah um, so I, I'll be hopefully doing one uh, that could be up Thursday uh, yes. which will be uh, me Rather than just sort of previewing sort of Liverpool games stuff like that, or doing like a recap of the week, which I might do occasionally, uh, I'm going to talk about the uh, Europa League um, and how I think it should be restructured. Um, so there'll be me ranting about that, uh, and essentially it'll be me doing a lot of ranting about football, which I, I do an awful lot. Um, I, I'm also uh, there's still going to be more of the uh, look at all my shit. Um, and as well, hopefully, the first episode of another feature I'm going to do uh, called My, insert, director or actor or whatever's uh, name, Love Affair, is going to start. And it's going to be my first episode of that. I hope it's going to be the weekend called My Walter Hill Love Affair, oh, nice. which is going to be essentially just me 
just for 15, 20 minutes, just talking about how I fell in love with a certain director or actor or actress or whatever, uh, what sort of started it off um, and why why I adore them. And Walter Hill is an interesting one for me because of the way that, that, that I came to Walter Hill. And I'll explain it all and what is it and, and sort of what certain, certain elements of his films sort of mean to me. And plus, it, it, it helps me sort of talk about Walter Hill because I don't think people talk quite him enough, really. Straight up. Uh, so yeah, so there's going to be that. So we, we kind of the, the podcast will always remain as it is. We're cool with that, and I'm really happy about that. But it just gives us a sort of a, these platforms to do sort of slightly sort of different things and sort of bring different facets of, of, of what we enjoy out there. Really, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, like if, if people have any constructive criticism and whatnot, I, I mean, like on the YouTube videos and stuff, I'd certainly appreciate it. Um, and you know, comment on the YouTube thing or just send us emails, whatever. Um, I, I will say as well, in full disclosure, some of the videos will have ads um, on them, um, mm. but they won't be too distracting or anything like that. So far, we've made 10 cents. Yes! So, you know, um, it, it, it is what it is. All money would basically be going into any money that is ever made would be straight up going into the podcast and the site. We're never going to see a penny of it. No, um, no. So that, I mean, like, we're never going to get that fucking popular. <laughs> no, no. So like, it's it's not. I I I think about monetizing the site, and frankly, if you put any copyrighted material on, you can't charge because otherwise, you really could get in shit. So the like any live streams I ever do will never have any ads in them. At least ads that I've said, yeah, go ahead. If YouTube do it, because YouTube are YouTube, fine. Uh, but it's important to stress that as well. This isn't we're actually trying to make this a going concern or anything. It's just, it's an, it's an outlet, you know, because I, I don't know, it'd be nice to talk about more than just films every now and then. What can I say? Yeah, yeah it is. It is that. Yeah. Uh, I like to say it gives, it gives kind of an avenue. I've, 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 I've toyed with the idea of, of setting up a, a football blog for ages. Um, but it's a lot of effort goes into it, to be honest. And it's yeah. hard to kind of sometimes to take what's there uh, and, and put it on to, you know, type it out and put it into there. And it, you can you can read it and the, the the anger and the annoyance or anything like that and the meaning of it can sometimes get lost when you throw it out there, which is why the podcast is great for talking about movies. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, 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 can, I can get quite sort of passionate about football, and especially the administration side of football and the ridiculousness of football. So it'd be interesting to get that kind of across. And uh, it's one of those things where to put across to see if people agree with me, see if people don't, see if people, you know, you know start a dialogue, I suppose, and to sort of give an idea of, look, this is this is somewhere else that, that, that you know, if you want to listen, you know, if you like listening to me talk about football and uh, movies, then you might like listening to me talk about football. You might fucking hate listening to me talk about football because I can really talk about it. <laughs> so, yeah, so it'll be quite amusing. No, I mean, this is it, you know, I mean, like, that's the thing. I put a vote out to, to gauge interest in the video game stuff, and there were a few people who said, no, not interested in the slightest. That's cool. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the funny thing is, I did actually, and I genuinely, I did actually watch um, you playing the, the game you were playing last night for about 10 minutes. Oh, that was you? Okay. It was me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I did, I actually thought, okay, I'll, I'll give it a go. And do you know what? I thought it'd be, do you remember, I don't know whether you, you'll, you'll know, uh, when I was a kid, um, we had family friends and I used to be friends with uh, a kid who, uh, the, the son of the family friends, and they were, he was like a year older than me. And so, when I used to go around there, if he had a few of his friends around, they're back a year or 18 months older than me. So this was in the back of the fucking Mega Drive and Master System get days. So 
when they were playing games, I'd be the person who played last because I was the fucking youngest. Um, so I, I could be sat there for like two hours watching somebody else play a game. And now, sort of psychologically, I, I can't watch somebody else play a game. It just bothers me. It bores me. I switch off. Yeah. Um, and I thought, I'll, I'll give this a go. And I thought that's what would happen. But it won't. It was quite interesting, sort of, uh, watching it and listening to you talk your way through it and things like that. So I was like, do you know what? This is quite interesting. I, I, you know, I wish I didn't have to eat dinner because I could quite easily watch this for another half an hour yeah. quite happily. Oh, nice. um, so, yeah, so th- there is sort of that. And I'm not just saying that to try and convince other people to watch it, to watch it. But it was a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be. It was, it was, I was quite surprised. Oh, it's quite, it was quite cool. Yeah, you, you, I think you and Beck should have a crack at that game as well. Like I say, three and a half, four hours, you could burn through it in an evening if you had enough time. It's uh, yeah. it's burned through and it's called Firewatch. Sorry, it's back. <laughs> uh, it's, no, it's interesting. Um, right, is... I just realised, like, we're basically having an editorial meeting in the show. <laughs> so, yeah. um, let's see if Noel's about. Oh, hello. He says he's online. I don't know whether he's going to be video or audio. He's hello. Audio. He's audio. Hello, hello, Noel. Am I not video? Hang on. Not at the moment. Uh, should be. Hang on. Oh, yep. Hello. Something's happening now. Okay. The baby is big on the screen. Can you see me? No. Unless you've morphed into a baby. I'm so shit with Skype. Uh, it's not the end of the world, mate. If it's audio, it's audio. It's all good. No, it's fine. I should, I should be. I mean, is there a, like, what do you, where's the fucking settings? Oh, there it is. Is that it? Something's happening. There's a there twirly circle. Wheel. Yay! 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 Oh, oh, the fuck? Yeah. There he goes. Right, cool. So we just Deadpool it. Fuck it, yeah. There, there's, there's, been, there's been no fucking trailers. No. Oh, wait, no, there's been that, that uh, Sam Rockwell and a Kendrick one and uh, Cabin Fever. Couldn't give a fuck. What, what, who, why, why make a movie that's only 15, remake a movie that's only 15 years old? Yeah. I didn't actually, well, I didn't watch the trailer for it, so I can't comment. No. But, yeah. Have you seen Cabin Fever? Yeah. It's that. It's that. It's that. Just that. a bit shinier. You know, it's short for short. That's pretty much, yeah. But the, you know, the, the, uh, the cop in it. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a girl now. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even like Cabin Fever, to be honest. No, I'm not as crazy about it as other people seem to be. It, it, I, I, I find it hard to find somebody who actually really likes Cabin Fever. <laughs> Tends to be one of those films I think that people think people like, but actually... Yeah. People don't. Hmm. No, Has anybody seen the second Cabin Fever, by the way? Yes, yes. I have. Yeah. Isn't that supposed to be a sort of bit of a train wreck, but enjoyable because of it? Yeah. It, yeah. It, that was an interesting one. It was like it was taken away from Ty West. And then Ty West, that's that, it. Yeah. That some more splattery stuff was um, was filmed. Like there's, I seem to remember the, the end scene of Cabin Fever 2 is in a strip club, and there's some pretty yeah. gnarly shit with that, um, mm. which was reshot. And I know he wanted to take his name off of it, but I don't think he could like contractually or something but he was not a happy bunny about that and uh, but the thing is it's i don't know i didn't find it that bad i i, I quite enjoyed it so it came out pretty much the same time as um how's the devil didn't it 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It was yeah, it was definitely within that same time. I think it was kind of stuck in a bit of limbo because he did it. He did it before House of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was because I think a lot of the limbo was him trying to take his fucking name off it. I think. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and the, like kind of the the on the on the fucking cutting room and shit. Yeah, I've not seen the third, but uh, I, I, I probably fucking will. <laughs> So did you did you cover Super Bowl trailers in the last episode? No, do we not? I can't. Remember. I don't think you did. I don't think I don't you did. I was I was listening to it on the way home, and I no, think... we recorded it Super Bowl Sunday. Oh uh, shit! All right. Um, sorry, but how are you, Noel? By the way, I kind of yes, feel like it's just boom. Fantastic. Hello. How are you two? Yes, good. not too bad. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, no. Do, um, I'm I'm very good. Uh, do you want a little dude in a monkey exclusive? Yeah. Yeah, um, the book will be arriving in ten days. Hey, hey. So, uh, finally! So um, yeah, uh, well, it should be. I'm getting the proof of it from the uh, printer back tomorrow, and provided everything's okay, which it should be, because there's no reason why it shouldn't be. I've fucking checked it half a million times. Um, then yeah, it should be ten days from then. So. Fingers crossed. So, terrifying, but there we go. I'll be glad, I'll be glad to uh, move on with my life. <laughs> Until the next. Mm. Yeah. I'd, also, I'd also like to say thank you to Noel for the, the comment that he left on my live streaming the other night. What the oh, fuck is this shit? Go on, watch a film. <laughs> uh, forgot about that. I might have had a few beers at that point, yeah. I, I tell you what, I, I didn't realise that when I was chatting, it wasn't actually coming through. So it's just an hour and a quarter of, like, just a game because my <laughs> microphone wasn't loud enough. <laughs> so uh, that was pointless. But, um, okay, so, well, Super Bowl then. Um, Jason Bourne, who's up for some more Bourneage? It's a it's actually called just called Jason Bourne. Yeah. What a fucking shit name for a film. Not the, the reborn inning. Yeah, the, the, with the word born, there's so many options, isn't there? Yeah. Like, yeah, and they've it, not it, gone for. Because when it came up, I thought it's a Jason Bourne. Like, that, that's the name. Oh wait, yeah. is that? Oh, well, mm. that you, you imagine that that was like an 18-hour meeting before somebody went, whoa, 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 whoa. They fucking John Ramboed it. Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hope the next one's called Jason Bourne Part 2 and then the third one's just called Bourne 8 or whatever it'll be by then yeah. and it just surely, completely fucks with the names surely Bourne Reborn is is the or just Reborn Bourne again Bourne, Bourne again. again yeah no that's a little bit like oh, Bourne again <laughs> dismissive Bourne <laughs> question mark again question mark exclamation mark Bourne free oh they could oh, just yeah are. Bourne free or they could just have like a sort of traveling Born version. to run. Like, <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, no. Born in the USA. Oh, There's yeah. There's probably a few Springsteen-related ones that you could, is, that yeah. Sean Mark would come up with. Uh, <laughs> oh, solid. Um, all right. Um, Independence Day 2. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, what, what else do we have? Civil War. That Now, Civil War. Every yeah. single bloody trailer of that film just basically be it, it, it seems to be look it's them versus them oh yeah. mm. it's a little bit it is a little bit like it, it's it's almost like they're, they're trying to make people forget that it's supposed to be a Captain America film and mm. go look look here's here's the Avengers 3 
Well, it's Avengers 2.5. It's the... Forget about Age of Ultron. No, people no, we know really it was shit. like that. This is Avengers 2. It is, yeah. You know, it, 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 it's a catch of film, isn't it? It's a little bit. It's a little there bit. There you go. You're going to enjoy it, bit. we promise. It's a bit like what you were saying, though, Ian, about, you know, the Deadpool marketing initially about it sort of preaching to the converted. You know, uh, one thing that they're doing with the marketing for both this and for Batman and Superman, which I don't get, well, I do get because it's the fucking easy thing to do, uh, is this sort of like, you know, which team are you on? Which side are you on? Yeah. Now, as 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 immediate gratification for a marketing uh, as a Superman and find out that Batman's a paedophile or something like that. <laughs> Then I'm going to be like, oh, shit, no, Team Superman, Team Superman. So, you know, it's like, don't make me pick a side when I don't know what, you know, when I don't know what the, the states who, who, are. Who, who or the paedophile is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until I know who the paedophile is, don't make me choose a paedophile. Because last time I did that, I'm on Team Superman. Because I don't know what the fucking stakes are. I don't know what the story is. Like, yeah. what if I go, what if I'm like, oh, yeah, Team Batman, Team Batman, Team Batman. And then I go to see Batman versus Superman and find out that Batman's a paedophile or something like that. <laughs> then I'm going to be like, oh, shit, no, Team Superman, Team Superman. So, you know, it's like, don't make me pick a side when I don't know what, you know, when I don't know what the, the Wait, states who, who, are. Who, who or the paedophile is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until I know who the paedophile is, don't make me choose a paedophile. Because last time I did that... I <laughs> all, all, all went wrong. All went a bit Adam Johnson did it. Mm. There's no way Jimmy Savile was a paedophile. No way. It was definitely Terry Wogan. That was your, <laughs> that was your thoughts, wasn't it, Noel? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Imagine what that would do to a child. We all know what I'm talking about. Rough. Um, <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Uh, what other Super Bowl stuff was there? Um, oh, the Jungle Book. That, yeah. Which, I, yeah. I don't, I don't need Moody Jungle Book. <laughs> no, and uh, neither does Dark this little guy. Book. Neither does this little guy who's coming up the stairs right now, as it as it turns out. Daddy, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I watched the Jungle Book trailer with oh. this guy. Hey, come and say hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, Charlie. Hello. Say hello. Hello, Claire. Hello. Um, yeah, you're on video, by the way. Uh, yeah, so I watched the Jungle Book trailer with this guy, um, and this guy's one of his favourite films at the moment is the Jungle Book. So I stuck this trailer on, uh, and I was like, "Charlie, look, it's the Jungle Book, it's the Jungle Book." Um, and he sort of watched it, and there's that sort of bit where, yeah, the bit where Bagheera and um, and Mowgli are sort of walking across the branch and stuff like that, and I could see his sort of face light up a little bit because he was like, "Oh yeah, I recognise this. This is the Jungle Book." And then it all kicks off, and you've got the talking bear and everything like that. And he just sort of slowly turned around to look at me as if to say, nah. "Is this that you're yeah, making me?" Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of the problem with it. It's like, why do we need this? Like, why do we need a a slightly weaker, less amusing, and less sort of child friendly version of the Jungle Book when the, <laughs> yeah, when the yeah. Jungle Book, and in fact, the Jungle Book too, will will suffice perfectly well. So, yeah. Confusing. Right. Lottie can't get into the Jungle Book. Sorry. Say bye-bye. 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 Gonna go for a bath now. Okay, no, oh, no, man, he's getting his words. Bye-bye. See you later. He's going for a bath. So that was... Uh...
Jungle Book 2 contribution from Charlie, or Jungle Book contribution from Charlie. That's good. It was, it was very well timed. Um, no, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's the thing. I mean, like, as much as I'm looking forward to Bill Murray as Baloo and Christopher Walken as King Louis, which I am looking, for, I am looking forward to mm-hmm. that. Like, it's the most obvious casting ever for both of those roles, I think. In, in, in a way, Bill Murray particularly. Mm. But on the flip side of that, though, how did you feel about the Scarlett Johansson? Because that just didn't work for me. That just didn't feel right. Scarlett Johansson as um, the snake. Yeah, but it's only because you don't want to imagine fucking a snake. It just stinks of kind of. It stinks of stunt casting to me. It's a little oh, bit. There, like, there is that. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't. They're not. They've not cast. They've not cast that character because she would work really well as a snake. They've cast her because she's available and she knows John Favreau. You know yeah. that seems to be the only reason for doing it. And, and also, obviously, she's Scarlett Johansson. It's an extra person to put on the poster. Yeah. Um, with Bill Murray, you get it. Um, with with um, Luther um, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. You, kind of get it but yeah, he's never yeah. going to quite be as good as what we've had already it's just yeah there's, there's so much that doesn't work for me with it that I don't really know well I do know why they're bothering it's just I'm not going to be too excited about it I don't think Charlie's going to be too excited about it and if they can't sell a Jungle Book movie to him then you know who are they going to sell it to I mean that's the, that's the thing I was kind of hoping it was going to be Lottie's first cinema trip and there's there's no way she, she won't sit through 10-15 minutes of that no. Unless it's, to be fair, she's at the stage at the moment where unless it's the Minions, Totoro or Songs on a Loop, then she can't, yeah. like, she can't do it. But, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, it's fine. Totoro was her first film. I'm fine with that anyway. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Mm. I, I, uh, I just, I can't help but think, like, maybe we'll get a new metal cover of I Want to Be Like You in the end credits at the end. <laughs> like the Limp Biscuit remake mix or it, something. Yeah, there'll be somebody fucking doing it. Uh, it'll be like I don't know, Kesha. Is she still one uh, of those people? No, it'll be. Uh, who knows it, what it'll be by that point? Swift. Yeah. I, I, to yeah, be fair, it. to be fair, that would be whichever one of One Direction's going to have their solo album out around the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually, that's more appropriate, I think. Yeah. Um, okay. So, what what else do we have? Well, Batman vs X- Superman had its final track. Oh, sorry, X Men. Yeah, X Men. Yeah. Couldn't give a fuck. Oh, the no. is brutal. It, it, well, do you, know, do you know what? Because I was already kind of really, I'm pretty much done with fucking X Men by now, and I didn't dislike the last X Men movie, but I just I don't care. It's a te- the villain looks terrible in this one and then you, you they tried to sell me on olivia munn and i just went oh fuck yeah i'm done see that's the thing that's about uh, olivia munn as psylocke is about the only thing that interests me about it and i know your your feelings about olivia munn you've you've made them very clear but i'm one of the guys who's drank the kool-aid i think she's uh very pleasant to look at um yeah so, but <clears throat> to be honest with you, the overall aesthetic of that franchise has never really had me. Uh, well, it, it, the first it, class was great, yeah. but apart from that, I can take all of any of the and I class the Brian Singer ones in there. It, 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 the weird thing is, it, it, it's it, it's the poor fucking thing is, you know, Brian Singer and you know he's create you know the directors of X Men and, and everything like that. But it looks like you go, well, hang on a minute, the first X Men movie was what? 
16, 17 years ago nearly now. And you look at it and go, it doesn't look like it's moved on. No. It doesn't look like it's evolved into no. something. What is it? It looks like it's actually regressed and gone back. Well, yeah, for, for, for a movie that the, the sort of sub, uh, the sub theme is about sort of evolution, for yeah. it to actually just go back around up its own ass to connect with itself doesn't seem like a very... It, it does. It, 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 it seems a little bit like a, a franchise that, that rebooted itself and then sort of went, here I am, look, look, I've, I've, I've had this, this divorce, but I've come back, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm here, and I'm, I'm, I'm out, and I'm back back in the world, and then now it's gone, I'm back with him. Yeah. I'm back with him, and it, it, do you know what? It still doesn't work, and he's putting out my fucking misery. <laughs> I mean, this, this, this kind of feels like the summer blockbuster born of contracts. It's Jennifer Lawrence... They did a three-picture deal. There's no way she's coming back for another one. Michael F. Aspender, there's no way he's coming no. back for a fourth one. McAvoy probably will, yeah. begrudgingly, but because he kind of needs to keep his profile up. McAvoy will for, for one reason and one reason only. Pay back, pay, a, a pay deal. Yeah, and that's yeah, not yeah. criticism of McAvoy, by the way. No, no, but no. But that, no. is, that is, do you know what? If I do that, I can go off and I can do two so, or three of these little films that I want to do. So th- yeah. yeah, exactly. So I mean, this one is like the passing of the torch. It's going to be moving from bloody Jennifer Lawrence and Michael F. Aspender to mm. what, like the girl from Game of Thrones as uh, Jean Grey, um, and uh, Cody Smith McPhee as Nightcrawler, and whoever the fuck's playing Cyclops. It's I, I don't know. It's having younger characters coming in who they it's can sign for five or six picture deals. And it's just going to move on. It feels like contractual obligation guest starring Oscar Isaac. I think they will. I think what they're what they're going to, probably going to try and do is they'll you know they'll eke the franchise out a little bit with the younger actors, like you said, uh, and then they're going to probably try and pull it into a different franchise. So they're probably going to try and pull in whatever whatever form the Fantastic Four takes next, yeah. and try and do stuff like that. Introduce a few more lower level. Um, X Men and stuff like that, and uh, but they're, you know, they're, they're already try to drag it out a little bit longer. They're, they're, they've already announced that they're doing an X Force film. Oh yeah, now that could be interesting actually, because I mean, uh, what worries me about that is that, and you know, um, I'm sure James Gunn would probably back me up on this, but, but uh, what worries me about that is that they've kind of they've just announced that now very very quickly and said. We're going to do an R-rated X-Force because Deadpool did so well. Um, and I, I don't think that they should do that for the sake of it. But the idea of doing a sort of – the idea of doing a very violent X-Force movie and doing something that isn't quite as fluffy around the edges as um, as the X-Men uh, franchise has been and as soft as that has been uh, could be interesting. But then having said that, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad will have been out by then. Um, you know, the darkness of Batman versus Superman uh, will have been done by then. Maybe we'll be craving, maybe we'll have all come back round and we'll be craving the sort of Top Gun, Iron Man style sort of uh, upbeat superhero movie again. You know, we'll come on to one of the films in, in my what we watched at some point. But I think the important thing about comic book movies is they're very cyclical and they, um, you know, you have to, um, you have to hit the market at the right time with the right tone. And if you don't, you end up with something that flops. And it's not because it's a bad movie, it's just because that's not the type, you know, to, to paraphrase another superhero franchise, it's not the hero that they want right now. So, 
you know that could just that can just happen unfortunately um so it'd be interesting to see if they do an x-force movie i'd be up for it but that's because right now i'm up for a bit of um a bit of something that's not the avengers so mm-hmm. um no absolutely um what was i yeah so batman versus superman i'm 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 kind of on board, but I think I'm on board for which team though? Which which team? Uh, what which team? Team yeah. Have you selected team, a team? Team rapist. I don't know. Okay. No no. Um, I, I, so that's Aquaman then. Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. dodgy bastard. It's interesting because a report came out last week saying that um, like people have now actually seen the film, like industry people, and it's basically uh, yeah. Batman. Ben Affleck as Batman. Yes. Jesse Eisenberg, yes. Everything else, not so much. Mm. So it's going to be interesting now. I mean, this this trailer in particular, it doesn't really feel like they give a fuck about Superman. No, it no. does feel a little bit like it went, right, right, we need to, we need to work out what we're going to do with Superman 2. Ooh, we could have Batman in it. Yes, and now it literally has just become our Batman movie feature, oh, yeah. Superman. But that's yeah. not so much. That's not so much of a surprise, really, is no, it? No, I mean, it's not when a they said that they were working on another Man of Steel movie, everybody went, oh, "Okay, yeah, I hope you do it better than the last one." And then when they said he's going to have Batman in it, everybody's like, "Fuck Batman!" Yeah, so, yeah it is. It, 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 it's like that. But uh, I was on board, and then the more I see of it, the more I go, "I'm worried about this." <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm worried because it feels like it's going to be two hours forty-five minutes long, and the last. 15 minutes is just going to be setting up another film in two years time that's that that's my issue with it however i like man of steel i don't i don't I, I, I like what it. people I say it. i i like the fact that snyder has taken the whole well what about all the ones in destruction at the end and made it right fuck you you've just given me a great idea for the start of this film right okay we're gonna have bruce wayne of tra- traumatized over the wanton destruction at the end of man man of steel thanks internet you've given me the idea you know <laughs> I, I i like the, the 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 sheer balls of that from snyder and and i i don't know affleck looks really good the start of this trailer just looked awesome the way that he have you guys seen this yeah, yeah. I mean, like the way that like he's like taking out that building, he just comes up through the floorboards yeah. and then just you know that's that's awesome, that's great. I think this is it. I mean, you know, I've been so cynical about this film from from the day from the you know from day one, primarily because I don't trust the director, but also because I wasn't blown away by Man of Steel, and I think they blew an opportunity to do something very different with that character, as they have done you know time and time again, including. Brian Singer. Um, there's a lot more to Superman. I'm, I've never been a big Superman reader, but there is a lot more to Superman, and there's a lot more that they could explore and they could do, and they just they haven't gone anywhere near any of that stuff. So I, you know, I think that's a missed opportunity. Um, but having said that, with this latest trailer, you get to see Batman roughing up bad guys, and you can't fail to get a little bit excited about that, even if you are completely down on the movie that is is apparently being made. Um, funny we've not seen anything of Aquaman yet I'm wondering if that's going to be an extremely small role mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. funny that we've not seen too much of Wonder Woman though I guess you know they've got a Wonder Woman movie hot on the heels of this they are building um, that up though like the first teaser mm-hmm. had nothing Wonder Woman the second one kind of had her at the end yeah. this third one there's a bit more it does at this point we've seen more of the, we've seen more of the Wonder Woman movie than we have 
the the Batman versus Superman movie that she's in. So yeah, that's, strange. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, Mark, what do you think? <laughs> the, the 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 Batman action scenes they're nice, but they do look a little bit too much like one of the um, Arkham games. It does actually yeah. feel like a setup from Arkham Knight where yeah. you're, you're you in the, in the skin. I mean, like, yeah. like literally there are bits in Arkham, like the Arkham games where you can go in a, like a grate under someone yeah. and then pop out and then take them out. And it, it, it does feel like that on a large scale. You're right. It is well, that, that's um, a, it's a good thing because I've always fancied the, the the Arkham games, but I can't play video games. So now Zack Snyder's making a movie where I don't have to. So. Yeah. Well, I tell you uh, what. Do you want me to live stream the entire like fifteen <laughs> hours of Arkham Knight, yeah. and you can just watch I me would, play it? I, I would love that. It would just say it'd save me having to go and see Batman vs Superman. So yeah. you'd yeah. probably direct it better than Zack Snyder would. So I'd swear more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I, I'll go and see it but I'll, I'll be honest I'm not I'm oh, not really excited well, about it but everybody's going to go and see it, it mm. the worry there is it, it is let's be honest it's a Batman movie now it's not a Superman movie um, and I'm a, a huge Batman fan so um, it, it, for, for me to not really be that excited about it kind of shows that there may be I don't know that the marketing for it just feels a little bit it feels a little bit lazy it feels a little bit like they're going, oh, look, it's Batman and Superman. What fucking else do you need? Like, well, I, I need to kind of have an idea about, if, if you know, the movie, if it's going to be any good, what, what you're going for. Because currently, you're, you're ripping off your fight scenes from a computer game I've already played, um, and it, it, it looks a little bit dull. Really, to be honest, mm. it, it literally. looks <laughs> it looks confused. It looks literally dull. It yeah. looks like it's <laughs> yeah. to be and literally, yeah. yeah. So and it looks a little bit confused, and that's a fucking trailer. So, but then again, it might be fucking great. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I'm gonna go for a pee before we chat, Deadpool. Sorry, I'm gonna go for a pee before we chat, Deadpool. Okay, so um, well, I've I've refilled. I'm now on the honey ale. Um, no, well, I was having a bitch about the ale I was on uh, previously before you came on. Oh yeah, what was that? Um, it was the Celt Experience. Have you ever tried that brewery? The Ke- is that the name of the brewery? Or? Yeah. Don't think so. No. Don't. No. Okay. <laughs> Unless you like hops to rule everything. Right. I kind of do. I'm a hoppy kind of guy. Okay. Well, fuck you. You'll probably <laughs> love it then. Um, I'm on my Fuller's Organic Honeydew Ale now. It's a. Tried and tested favourite. Um, Deadpool is directed by Tim Miller. Um, a, well, or an overpaid tool, one or the other. Um, <laughs> and uh, produced by Ass Hats, which was... <laughs> I, I, it made me laugh. Um, it probably shouldn't have. Um, Stars Ryan Reynolds, uh, Monica Ballerin, Ed Screen, um, Gina uh, Carano, and um, a couple of other people. Uh, oh, TJ Miller as well. Um, what's Deadpool about? Um, man gets cancer. He's Saki. Gets experimental treatment, which gives him superpowers, but a face like a ball bag is still Saki. Punches people and slices them up. Still Saki. And scene. What did we think of Deadpool? Who wants to start? I'll let you start. No, you're the, you're the, you're the guest. I'll let you start. (laughs) Okay. Well, um, it's tricky because my main um, my main problem with Deadpool 
isn't really that much of a problem. My main problem is that I was sat there watching it and kind of enjoying it, but I felt like I was, and I've had, I feel like I've had this complaint before uh, many times. Superman Returns, um, Iron Man, um, Ant Man to a degree. I was sat there watching it and I was enjoying what I was watching, but it felt like I was watching strung together scenes that I'd seen before in the trailers and the marketing. Now that's my own fault. That's not the fault of the film. It's just that I was, um, I'm not a huge Deadpool fan. I don't necessarily, I don't particularly get on with the style of humor in the Deadpool comics. Um, I find it to be very that it's meta, but it's meta in a very broad, obvious kind of way. And I think when you do meta humor a bit too broad, it can come off as very badly written. So I was not looking forward to the humor in Deadpool. Um, however, I was looking forward to an R-rated comic book movie, um, and I was looking forward to seeing Ryan Reynolds do something with Deadpool. Um, so for that reason, I was keen to see the marketing. I was keen to see the trailers. So. I was happy when they. Um, I was happy when the trailers would show up. Problem is, having consumed all the trailers, I then find myself sat there watching this movie that I'm now looking forward to, and the the humour doesn't seem to worry me too much. And I'm watching. Oh, I'm, I'm watching, thinking, oh, this is oh, this is that bit when this happens. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's that's the bit where he tells that joke. Okay. And now there's some exposition involving his love life. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, now it's this bit, and it's just. It was kind of that for two hours, and like I say, that's not the fault of the film. It's a good film, and I enjoyed it. It's just I was hoping for more of the stuff that I saw in the trailer, and it really kind of felt like, for the most part, all I got was what was in the trailer, or trailers. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it, but those are my problems. And they're unfair criticisms, probably, but there it is. No, I mean, I think in the end of the day, it's a fair criticism if I don't, it's kind of generic, but all the best stuff is in the trailers and there's not an awful lot more to actually add to the pot. I mean, I thought there was, personally, I thought there was just about enough. I'm, the thing is, they were, even though, like, they were given a low budget so they can make it R rated, it kind of still feels like they were hedging their bets a little bit. It was like, how meta can we get this? Um, and I, I would have liked it to have done more of that stuff um like the fourth wall breaking the fourth wall that's like 16 walls is quite a good line mm. and i would have liked more of more of that more of the um you know the, the kind of like didn't yet like i'm guessing you didn't have the budget to have one of the the bigger x-men actually be yeah. in this bit and stuff like that you know and I, I will say as well when they said a gratuitous cameo at the start i was kind of disappointed that just meant stan lee yeah same here. I thought it was going to be Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah. I, I was convinced it was going to be Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I, I was. I, I thought we might we might see a little bit of, of, of Hugh Jackman in it. Um, I, I was a little bit disappointed we didn't because when he did say the gratuitous cameo, I did think, "Oh, we getting Wolverine," and then it was, "Oh no, we're just getting Stanley." Mm. Even though the Stanley oh. one was pretty solid, though, like yeah, it, it, it felt appropriate for what this film was trying to do. I, I'm looking forward given the, the opening weekend and whatnot, I'm looking forward to this film having a bigger budget, still being R-rated, and being able to push it more. I will be amazed if Wolverine isn't in the next one. Even if it's just, even if it's just a, a two-minute cameo, I will be gobsmacked if... 
because Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman are, are quite good friends. It wouldn't surprise me if, if Hugh Jackman's going, I want to be in it. But Jack- be in it. Jackman's done now. Though, yeah, Jackman's done. It would be weird if his last appearance was Deadpool 2. It would be Once, weird if that was his last appearance as Wolverine. It'd be great. But... It'd be great. But do you know what? With, with, with Hugh Jackman, would it surprise you if he went, I'll do one more. I'll do one more, but it has to be Deadpool 2. It wouldn't surprise me if at some point Fox turned around to Hugh Jackman and said, do you want to do Old Man Logan? Do you yeah. want to come back and be, be be Wolverine for Old Man Logan? Because um, that's an option that they could that they could yeah. So, um, so it is that. I mean, I, I I was very much looking forward to Deadpool. I I I, I like Deadpool the character. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is his comedic kind of style and his his, his tone, etc., and his delivery is something I'm a huge fan of. Um, so it was like, and also. I liked the idea of an R-rated superhero movie, so it was it was everything I sort of wanted being thrown at me, uh, and I, I loved it. I, 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 you know, it has issues. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying it's the fucking perfect movie or anything like that. But for for what it wanted to do, for the good time, what it's give me, and um, I, I did sort of a, a, a numerous times. I think I take my glasses off and kind of wipe away the laughter tears mm-hmm. wow. away because I was I was laughing sort of that hard at it. And I think part of that was I, I went into the film going, right, you you already have me. You you got to fucking lose me. Right. And then the credits started with like, all right, you've got me a little bit more. Mm, so you you yeah. have to really, really fuck up to lose me. And it didn't fuck up to lose me. It, it kept me. I'm not saying oh, it's a fucking 10 out of 10. It's a, it's, a, it, it's a solid for me. It's a solid 8 out of 10, which is what I wanted. I wanted a solid 8 out of 10. Don't worry, I'd be fucking amazed at a 10 out of 10, but you're not going to get a 10 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10 out of this type of movie. It's a solid 8 out of 10. The, the la- it made me laugh. It had one of those scenes where I was literally, I was having to kind of stop myself from laughing because I was actually missing the actual film itself. Is it his arms and legs being broken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. fucking it was, amazing. It was, it was, it was incredible. Um, I, I, the pattern for it all worked. The fourth wall breaking worked really well. The the ridiculousness of it, of it understanding its own ridiculousness. The the constant Wolverine gags. Um, I, I enjoyed. Uh, it, it ticked every box I, I wanted it to tick, with the exception of the Wolverine uh, cameo within it. Um, I can actually see what you're saying about the. I, you, you do feel like you're waiting for the, the, the way when something happens, you go, "Yeah, this is that moment." I, or you sat there going, "Well, I know this moment happens, and it hasn't uh, happened yet, so that's going to happen there, I, isn't it?" I, I wanted some more subversive stuff as well. Like it's it's very quick on screen. But the image of Ryan Reynolds masturbating while sniffing a cuddly unicorn—it <laughs> it just like that was. I wanted more of that. I wanted more of like people just to go, "What the fuck am I watching?" But I, I you know, with th- this being what this is, it's a 20th Century Fox Marvel film. Mm. I mean, the fact that we've got a Marvel branded film containing Ryan Reynolds masturbating while sniffing a cuddly <laughs> unicorn—maybe uh-huh. I shouldn't be complaining that I want it to go more yeah, but I, mean, I do <laughs> you know yeah, that, that's it and that, I think the thing is um, there's a possibility now with the fact that they, they have got a, a sequel uh, not only have they got a sequel they've got they've got so much in the fucking bank now that they can this is like the high possibility where they can go look this worked because we did what what we were going to do mm. we did what we wanted to do if, if, if you're going to give us a hundred million I, I hope they go when they go look here's 150 million they go that's too much 
No. Well, fuck it up if you give us that much money. Give oh. us a hundred million and give us give us a bit of a they, hand. They 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 never give them one hundred and fifty million and say you can keep it. R like like that is that 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 R rated films just don't get budgeted one hundred and fifty million dollars anymore. Yeah. They just they just don't. I mean, when no. did they ever? I think but, it's a lot more likely that they'll just turn around and they'll just go do it again. Yeah, they will. We'll, 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 we'll double your get, budget. Be, You've got eighty million. You, yeah. you, you can double your budget. Here you go. You know. Yeah. And hopefully with that, that's they that's could that's go. Fuck it. We can. Do you know what? Another X one. We flute. We flute it, it really. Uh, the, the the first one. You know, we didn't expect to make much money. So fuck it. Let's just do the do the fucking Hangover two thing. The ridiculousness of that, where they went. Do you know what? We. We're just gonna do the fucking. We're gonna we're just gonna throw as much shit at it because we won't get another chance to fucking do it again. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, fuck it. It's not our money. I mean, the thing is, like, they could budget this at double the budget. It could make a dollar, and overall, they'd probably still be in the black because <laughs> exactly. of how well this one's doing. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's it's insane. It's, it's the, the, cool, the cool thing about it is the action works as well. The action's nice in it as well. It's not just it's not just quips. It's the, not just that. The, the, the third the third act, the action that sequence is a bit okay. It's in like a shipping yard and there's containers mm. falling over the place. It looked a little bit like it Whatever. looked a bit like a sort of de a decommissioned um, helicarrier. Yeah. It didn't look like helicarrier. I, yeah. I, I, I thought which it was. I was a little bit like is that. Like, it, I, I think I, I, I thought it was Ali Carrier. Yeah, it, uh, it, you which, know, which, which was a nice. Really, they, they, they surely it can't be. Whether or not it was just a bit of a nod on wink wink uh, on that, or whether it was it was look, we've already got this. <laughs> the imagery it didn't, this. it didn't look like it didn't look like a Ali Carrier. It looked like a sort of older version, version of, the of that yeah. carrier that had been decommissioned or something, which would have been fantastic if that if that was it. But I can't imagine. I can't imagine it. It was, but it they should like. have had Terry Crews pop up as like Mick Nury or something. You know. <laughs> what well, did you did you um, did you read that story today about um, the the fact that they used a character in Deadpool that actually they weren't supposed to use? Oh, really? Yeah, you know, in that final sequence where Deadpool's getting attacked by the guys and he goes, "Oh, hey, it's you," and it's his <laughs> mate Bob. Yeah. yeah, there's a character in the Marvel universe that's called um, Shield. He's called Shield Bob, and he's basically uh, <laughs> a, he's an agent of Shield <laughs> who has a sort of military background and is a friend of Deadpool's. So that is a direct reference to that. So it's kind of a little bit like they knew what they were doing by referencing and this and saying that this guy was called Bob, but yeah. because at no point anybody said you know Agent Bob or yeah. Bob, they kind of got away with it. So. <laughs> That's pretty weird. I mean, in the post-credits bit, he does actually say, what were you expecting Samuel L. Jackson to come out with an eye patch and invite me to yeah. join something, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like, they are, you know... I, I, was, there was little moments like that, and, that, you know, I did enjoy this film, and I was kind of hoping, actually, that during this discussion, a few more sort of moments would be pointed out where I'd be like, oh, yeah, actually, I really did like that bit. And, you know, you mentioned one earlier, and I think it's probably the best gag of the of the of the film and it worked specifically for me because I was actively, I was actively in that moment. So the moment where Deadpool arrives at the professor Xavier school and he's sort of like looking like that, I was looking yeah. in the back and I'm like, yeah. a little, like, can I, is there any, am I yeah. going to get, 
cameo era is there something happening there then he said he turns around and he says something like you know it's kind of funny because this is a big ass house so I'm <laughs> we're the only two people that i can see because you know yeah. afford another x one um so just to have that sort of gag answered that way was quite yeah. nice and it, it, you know there was plenty of good gags in there it's just it felt like the tent pole moments and the tent pole gags the biggest gags um were sort of holding together a load of other exposition in the middle. So a, a, a gag I loved was was the um, I agree. You know, when, it, when it goes to the, the the big sort of final fight, and they all get out of the car and they're walking, and you've got DMX in the background. Yeah. Becky just sort of nudged me and went, "He's forgotten his bag again." And yeah. I was like, <laughs> I thought, "Oh, please, please be that he's actually forgotten his bag and not just that that you don't see it in the shot." And then, yeah. and then she looks at me and goes, "Um, where 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 are your guns?" He's like. Shit! <laughs> See, that's that's you just reminded me as well. The whole thing with the cab driver, I'd forgotten about mm. that. Wait, that it, cab driver was great. Where it's like, oh yeah, what happened with you? And he's like, oh nothing, you know. Maybe. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was nice. I, 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 I also did you did you guys read that like IKEA agreed to product placement in this, but on one condition. <laughs> that they use the real names of IKEA furniture, so like all of the ones they're talking about are actual are IKEA pieces. Like I, I that's I, just the I, it's such an obvious gag. But the blind lady, like the start of the scene, she's just finished putting together that thing. At the end of the scene, she just sits down and it just all falls over. I don't, it's like, but it is it, that. That's another thing you talk about, sort of like you know a bit more sub- uh, subversive stuff and sort of odd odd stuff. That's a really odd thing to come up with. The fact yeah. that you've got sort of Deadpool turning around to, to the blind lady and he's like, yo, we're going with the fucking holster. We've had this discussion. That's <laughs> <laughs> really nice. The, the, the cruelness of, of the goodbye. <laughs> I love you. There's 1,600 pounds of cocaine down there to cure the blindness. Yeah. <laughs> there's just, there's, there's so many. It, it's, I liked the fact that it was a bit nasty. Yeah. And it was a bit of a shitty, what is it? Like the oh, International it, Women's Day, sorry. Yeah, that was yeah. that was amazing. Just I, I I don't know Ryan Reynolds getting something off his ass and going yeah, yeah. no 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 just, like yeah it's, it's, it's a film of very simple pleasures is Deadpool yeah. but it, it gets a lot yeah. of them spot on. Um, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think that I I would be I would go on record now and say that the, the sequel is going to be fantastic because I think you know. Fox will have the confidence to let them get away with more. They'll potentially have a little bit more money um, and they won't be testing the water quite so much within the film. Mm. So I think the gags will come a little bit freer and will be a bit looser. They won't necessarily have to relate to, you know, things like rights to X-Men and stuff like that. I think, I think the next one, cause they've, you know, obviously all spoilers all the time. Um, you know, they've announced that cable is going to be in the second yeah. one. That's a perfect person to team up with Deadpool. He's another badass mercenary. They can go around doing violent things to people and, and bouncing off one another. I don't know who they're going to get to play Cable, but if they get the if they get the partnership right, um, well, have you um, seen Stephen Lang on Twitter? Um, yeah, I, that'd be a mistake. Yeah. Who's that? Is that the guy from Avatar? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no. It'd be a mistake be, because he's too old and, and he's a shit No, he, 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 he's he's pimping himself for it. Yeah, which I don't, I don't think they're going to go for. They need somebody with a bit of a sense, a bit of a you know, tidy sense of humour. Someone who can really bounce off Ryan Reynolds, and that's not going to be an easy thing to track down. It's not because he's the the great thing about it is 
with the way that this movie came about and everything like that, and with Reynolds in the the sort of part of his career he's in now, you could see Reynolds essentially turning out of the studio and saying, "Look, it, it, unless you let us do this the way you're going to do it, you don't get Deadpool. I won't do it. Mm. You know, fuck it." I, it makes I, me. I, I brought this fucking. I brought this movie to fucking fruition. I, through sheer force of will, of you fucked it up last time. I don't. I, I want a chance at a proper Deadpool. If you're yeah. gonna fucking try and take that away from me, fuck that shit. So I, I think the next one will be they'll up the ante uh, and really fucking go for it. And it'll be it, hopefully it'll 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 work and it'll sing. But the great thing about this movie is it. it it was such a surprise mm. to general public. I went to see this movie to honest, I paid for this movie twice because I was supposed to go and see it on Friday and I actually booked tickets as well, mm. which I never normally do. Mm. Then I went to see it last night at quarter to six on a Monday mm. and it was packed. And it was packed mm. at quarter to six on a fucking Monday. So this movie well, is just I said on WhatsApp to you guys when I came out of there, I go to the AMC in Manchester in the oh, city yeah, centre. Yeah. And then that's, I intentionally go there because it's usually quieter than the print works. I've been, I will say, I've been there twice and it was dead both times. Only yeah. Lovers Left Alive and it follows yeah. and yeah. it was dead both times. Usually Sorry, yeah. quality, yeah. the pitch quality is great in there. The sound quality is great in there. It's like, you know, I wouldn't say it's a, you know, a great kept secret or anything like that, but that's the reason I always go there. Um, I went there on a Wednesday after work. Yeah, so yeah, sure, it's kind of Meerkat Wednesday or whatever the fuck they call it now. Um, but it was straight after work, so I was in the five forty-five screen. I think it was. You wouldn't really expect the five forty-five screen to be that full, and it was hammered. It was absolutely hammered. You know, this is a Wednesday, bef- you know, the Wednesday before the film comes out, sort of thing in that sort of area, um, and it was full. And I, I came out of there and I thought, well if it's managed to pull in so many people, so many interested people on one of the first showings on a Wednesday, then they might be, they might be all right with this. You know, this yeah. could work out for them. I spoke to one of the other guys at, uh, at view and said, oh, what, what's it been, what's it been like? Has it been busy? And he went, it's been bond busy. Mm. He said, yeah, it's, it's unprecedented. He said, bond busy. He, he said, he said here it's been bond busy. He said, it's been insane. Right. At how he said, we, we were, we I thought that was some sort of like York, like <laughs> slang. It's been bomb busy, <laughs> mate. Bomb busy. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. No, I, I, I took it as he meant as busy as Bond mm. was. Um, so yeah, it's it, it, it's great. And but it's, what's also great is the fact that it wasn't just marketing. It wasn't just clever marketing that fucking got people there. And then once you were there, you were like, oh. Mm. I've kind of been duped here a little bit. It was good. It was fun. It was different. It was. You, you, you had a lead character in, in Reynolds who was prepared to sign and kind of go, do you know what? I'm going to take the piss out of myself. Why not? Because fuck it. You know? it's, the feeling, it's the feeling that there's sort of like, you know, you read that this is doing, um, you know, you read you read that this is Bond busy um, and that it's smashing box office records and they're already thinking about, a, you know, greenlighting a sequel and stuff like that. And for me, it's a relief and it's kind of like, a, it's it's a sort of like, well, good on them. Like you know, you know, good on them. I'm glad that I'm glad they got that. I'm glad they got this sorted. Like you, you know, it's. I was rooting for it to succeed, and I'm yeah. kind of glad it. I'm kind of glad it did. You, I'm happy for for everybody involved, which is a nice thing. So. Because it, it, it's it's a movie that's come out of. There's no cynicism been involved with it really it's it's a movie that's been made by people who wanted to make the movie who wanted to be who wanted to do an R-rated Deadpool movie, not not to kickstart a franchise, not to 
to get you know to go right. Well, here's Deadpool. This is how we can get him into X. You know the the Avengers movies. They have no fucking intention. They'd hit it, 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 destroy it, and they don't want that. It is just to look. Everyone was really excited when Ryan Reynolds was cast as Deadpool, and it got fucked up. Ryan was really excited about it, and he got screwed essentially. So. Look here, here, oh my god, it's been amazingly successful. Well, thank you. It's not, we fucking told you, or anything like that. It's just a, look, we're along for the ride, and we're glad you've fucking come along with us. Absolutely. I, I mean, and, and you know, good on old Rai Rai. You know, yes. I, it, it's, I mean, it, the, the guy has not had a hit in ages. I mean, Noel and I will be talking about something on what we watched, that we both watched over the last few days, um, which was him attempting to go out there and that film feels like watered down Ryan Reynolds this is unfiltered Ryan Reynolds and it's spot on you know I I don't know I mean fair play to her one thing I will say I mean Monica Ballerin I think she's more interesting early on in the film and she gets less interesting as she goes on I she kind of they they set her up as this the spiky match for him but by the end Mm. she is slightly damsel and distressy and um you know but uh, thankfully you got donna actually raised that point to me um and i think i think it's a good one it's going to be interesting with the sequel to see if they actually keep her around because um there's quite a lot of talk of maybe deadpool being a bit more sexually ambiguous in the sequel Mm. and um I think that would be that would be interesting, but it, I don't know. It'd be interesting if like the second one is she's killed off early on, and then it's another revenge mission. But this time he's going after the person who killed his bird, not kidnapped her or something. I hmm. I don't know. Like it, it, I don't know. It's just it's it's weird. It's going to be the the casting in the next ones. I think is going to be interesting because it feels like it was quite a lot of low level people here maybe because they couldn't really afford anyone bigger that's it yeah that's whereas met now like cable it does kind of sound like they might go big and oh. yeah i mean and frankly i mean ed screen i wouldn't have been surprised if in the credits they said jason statham's mexican non-union equivalent or something <laughs> like that you know it is which yeah. he was in the transporter refueled that pretty yeah. much was what he was yeah it, it's going to be interesting to see with the sequel whether they whether they do get it at that hit home run or just lose everything that made this one so interesting. Mm. It, it could just go one either, either way, I think. That's it, yeah. It, it, it could do that. Like, that casting could fuck everything up. But I don't know. Like, you get the feeling that, that they'll, they'll, they'll screen test or they'll, they'll, they'll test and go, right, does this work? Mm. Who do we know? They'll have an idea already of... We kind of think this guy is going to work. I think I think that's I think that's that's exactly it. And I think you know what we're saying about the fact that this is a property that was important to everybody involved to get right. The fact that they got it right and the the studio is now going to trust them a little bit more. I think they're going to be all the more careful to make sure that they maintain that. And you know, from somebody like you know Ryan Reynolds is someone who understands that in order for um, his performance to work, he needs to be surrounded with the right people to bounce things off. So I think what we're going to see in the next film is um, probably a little bit less of um, Colossus and obviously a little bit more of Cable, but I think it's going to be a hand-picked actor. He will have a lot to do with that. Um, 
and I think they will know to be careful. I, I'm really looking forward to a sequel because I think this, you know, in the same way as The Force Awakens has allowed the next Star Wars movie to be a bit freer and a bit uh, less bound by, you know, um, by all of its its trappings. Um, I think Deadpool two has now has a great opportunity to build on what it's what it's done. Well, it is. It, 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 the thing is, is Reynolds is, is the ideal kind of candidate. He, he, the reason why he's never really had a, a huge mega hit is because he's always kind of fallen in the wrong kind of places, really. Because he, you know, he he looks like a leading man. He's got the build of an action star, but he's got the mentality of the child. Comedian. So he's <laughs> kind of everything. He's that. He's he's got the. The, sort of the, the whole package, but not enough of it. It doesn't fit anywhere, really. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, I mean, the most, the, the ridiculous, the, the, the actor he reminds me most of is, is Chevy Chase. But Chevy Chase doesn't, could, could never have fucking been an action star or anything like that. Can you imagine if Deadpool was made 20 years ago and Chevy Chase played Deadpool? But that'd be the kind of thing you, you'd have got. <laughs> It'd have been that because you know it, it's when everyone's going about oh they're remaking uh, Vacation, mm. and I thought all oh, right, and then when they cast um, Ed, Ed Helms. Helms as it, I was like Ed Helms as Chevy Chase, and then it was like oh no he's going to play Russell. Yeah. Oh that makes sense, but it, it, if they'd have recast it and gone we're just remaking, we're not rebooting and doing what is it? We're just going to remake one of the Vacation movies. I'll do it. It'd have been. Well, if you're doing Chevy Chase, it's got to be Ryan Reynolds. They basically need to remake Chevy Chase. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. That's the they problem, don't yeah. need to remake Chevy Chase films. If you just remake Chevy Chase, mm-hmm. then we can just have more Chevy Chase films. Yeah. Problem solved, Hollywood. Exactly. So just get on, get on with that fucking shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 for saying that, I, I loved it. It's a definitely not shit for me. I, 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 I thought it ticked every box I wanted it to tick. It's made me go, yes, I cannot wait for a sequel. And I would have quite happily would have walked out what background paid again for the mm. third fucking time and then going and seeing it again in fact I, I probably will go and see it again before it comes off screens I was wrong and I'm very glad I was like I was very very wrong I've been wrong all the way through so mm. fair fucking play well done old Rai Rai and yeah definitely not shit I, don't, I certainly don't think it's perfect but I had a very very fun time watching it there you go exactly yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had a good, I had a good time with it. I still hold on to that, 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 that mild disappointment that, yeah, I overindulged in the marketing, but you know what? That's a lesson that I learn every now and again, and it's sort of made me now more reluctant to just absorb more marketing for the films that I'm looking forward to. So it's, it's a reminder to me to not do that. Um, you, so that's you, a good thing. Are you a definitely not shit? Or? It's a definitely not shit. Yeah, definitely, definitely not shit. Um, Cool, so we'll move on. Um, I think for what we watched, maybe it's just appropriate that uh, we go into Green Lantern straight away, um, yeah. just given. So, um, yeah, Green Lantern, it's actually, you did you buy it on iTunes? Um, I rented it, actually. Okay. Um, I rented it for 349 in HD. Was it 349? Yeah, 349 in HD. And then yesterday I saw that it had gone down to 5.99 to buy. Are you uh, kidding me? Yeah. Oh well, never mind. Yeah, That's but um, it's it's actually on Amazon Prime Instant as well. So I watched it on there. Um, you watched it on iTunes. Um, it's fine. It's fun. Um, mm. It is Ryan Reynolds slightly in a box. Um, even though I do like at the start, the um, he's rushing out after shagging that blonde, and he's like, "There's 
water in the tap and you know he just fucks off that's good but um it the thing is at the time obviously like warners were trying to get their dc thing going then um you know with marvel studios and they were like right we're going to do green lantern and you know we're going to do all this other stuff and then they make this film and it's basically a saturday morning cartoon where people were kind of in that time wanting well the dark knight's just come out we got the dark knight rises in a couple of years what have we got now it's moody it's gritty no it's not it's ryan reynolds in a cg suit like making racetracks um it's an oddity i think is green lantern but it's it it, it's quite the fun one and i don't think we're ever going to get peter sarsgaard doing anything like this ever again (laughs) no no I'd, i'd agree with that i think it i think green lantern is an oddity it's something nobody ever talks about really anymore unless it's the opportunity to to be derisory about a comic book movie. Um, And I think that's a shame because its heart is in the right place Mm. to a degree. And I think a lot of that comes from Ryan Reynolds. And I think the reason that we've got Deadpool now is because of Green Lantern. I think he kind of got his fingers burnt a little bit. He, you know, he was always, he came out and was very passionate about Green Lantern. And, you know, I really love this character, really want to do it justice. Um, And I think, it was the wrong tone for a comic book movie at the time. Yeah. Um, they were still, um, you know, they, DC were trying to get a sort of Iron Man type character off the ground, I think. Um, when, like you say, in fact, at the time, the world was in a bit more of a sort of Dark Knight kind of place. Um, and that sort of cartoony look just didn't it just didn't work with people at the time and i remember reviewing it for heroes with yourself ian and jordan and and um and and saying exactly the same thing and you know jordan reminded us of his comment about you know the saturday morning saturday morning cartoon thing Mm. and that's why i liked it um in the same way that i really like green lantern first flight the animated you know it's it's I, i enjoy that type of thing i don't have a huge attachment to green lantern as a character um but so maybe that's got something to do with it um but yeah it's it's pretty enjoyable i would say it's probably despite the fact that it has a lot of sort of outer space stuff going on it's not a particular it feels like a small uh it feels like a small superhero movie um you know the concerns, don't feel that high, yeah 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 everything feels like it's happening in his back garden yeah. and space you yeah. know it's it's just one or the other um so it's, it, maybe its ambitions could have been a bit higher in that regard, but if you're just looking for a fun superhero movie and you're prepared to just go along with the tone of it, then there's there's a good time to be had with this. Um, it's kind of a shame that they, and I mentioned this on Letterboxd, I could, I can't imagine it actually. It would be kind of weird, but looking at the. Um, Looking at the Ben Affleck Batman that we're getting, looking at the Henry Cavill Superman that we we've got, looking at the Wonder Woman that we're getting, and looking at the movie that is in the works and and moving up towards Justice League, Green Lantern, Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern could add an awful lot of levity to that very drab, dull, heavy um, movie that's coming, um, and it's kind of a shame that we're not going to get that. And we really aren't going to get it. Like it's no. just it's not going to happen, uh, and that's kind of a shame, really. But there we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, moving on from Green Lantern, one that we've all seen recently, actually, Trumbo. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
So, um, I, I, Noel and I have watched this over the last week or so. Mark watched it a, a few weeks back. Um, yeah. Um, slightly feeling that Brian Cranston's getting an Oscar nomination because he's Brian Cranston and it's a film about Hollywood. Mm. Um, but I, I enjoyed it myself. Um, I can't say I loved it. I've got a feeling not uh, Mark might be the one who liked it the most out of all of us, actually. So I'm intrigued to see how this goes. But I liked it, but I'll be honest, I didn't feel particularly like he was in under threat that much. I didn't feel that he was under the cosh. It was like, okay, he has to move from a massive estate to a really comfortable-looking house. And his neighbours don't like him, but it's only really like one incident where it genuinely seems like he's under threat. And even it's based on real life, but it kind of feels like he's still able to make a living through what he was doing. It does. The early part of the film does get his political point, point of view over, but it kind of feels like his political point of view, like turns into just a, personal struggle of a Hollywood man who can only afford an, a, a mortgage on a really nice house instead of a really stunning estate. Mm. And for me, that was a problem. I think it's, it's more the fact is that these people were essentially told that they couldn't work, really. That the Hollywood work were essentially saying, look, it, it, this, this it, thing that you used to do... that's the problem they do. They it, just it, carry on working. Yeah, and he can still they, go they, to they, bars they, and they, stuff like that. It's like, yeah, he gets like... It gets do, like it, it's not places. the same. It's not the same kind of. It's not the same. Essentially, the guy was writing um, Oscar-winning scripts, but couldn't say he was writing it. it it's not. It, it, the film isn't trying to say, "Look at how." Or, I, personally, I didn't think it was. Um, it, it isn't trying to say, "Look at, at how hard they had it" or anything like that. It, it, it's more saying, "Look at the ridiculousness of this." Look at the ridiculousness. I thought uh, the film uh, was what, saying, "Look at how hard this is," but um, I, 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 think, I think that. Sorry, it, it, yeah, I, I, but that's what I got out of it. Was was it was look at look at the ridiculousness of of, of this this period in, in Hollywood that didn't actually happen that long ago. Mm. That kind of they kind of try and ignore and kind of try and go, yeah, um, yeah, we 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 did do that a, a, a little bit, and it was it was essentially it was fucking Salem witch hunts again because there was people getting banned for being told, oh yeah, I. I I, I I saw him once at a, a, a communist thing. What you were there? No, I was I was trying. I was I was only there. It was strange that it didn't go as in depth as I wanted it to go. Really, because it's a it's quite a fascinating kind of subject. I did actually message uh, Ian you about it and say there's a a great De Niro film directed by Ivan Winkler actually funny mm. enough, called uh, Guilty by Suspicion, which kind of tells the more. It, it's not based on anyone in particular. It's based on the time, but that kind of tells it a little bit more seriously. And I did feel this had a little bit of a floaty. Somebody mentioned it almost like Cohen esque. Um, bounciness to it, uh, where it, 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 it went for a little bit of a soft drama rather than a hard drama a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the thing is, I, I mean, I enjoyed some of those moments, like John Goodman smashing up the place and saying, what was it yeah. like? 
you're going to put yeah. that in the papers. That's why my viewers can't even fucking read. Yeah. You know, like that. You know, is is that's a good time. And I, I, I thought that um, I, I thought that uh, John Goodman was good in it, kind of coming in from a completely different film, but good in it nonetheless. I, I just, it didn't. I didn't quite get the impactfulness. I think it was trying to put across, and I think that Cranston played things quite broad um and i don't know maybe that's what trombo was actually like i don't know but it felt a bit theatrical to me it, it didn't it didn't feel like breaking bad i'll say that you know see my problem uh, my problem with it was exactly the, the same with ian's i didn't feel like uh you know the injustice of this and the ridiculousness of this that people could be so um you know ridiculous about such a subject it didn't feel like that came across at all and it didn't feel like they were um addressing it properly and it, it felt it, for me it affected certain moments there's one moment in particular where um edward g robinson is 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 explaining to trumbo why he's done what he's done and he's like you know it's all right for you you've carried on working you've carried on doing this and this is my this is my job right here this you you're able to operate in the shadows and and continue to provide for your family and stuff like that but i've got no i've i've not i forget the way he puts it but he's got i've i've got nothing to hide behind i'm right yeah, here yeah. um and it's at that point you know trumbo then sort of goes back at him and goes oh, no, 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 and just starts having a go and it's like wait a minute you he's kind of got a point i can't get behind you now because I'm kind of well, agreeing with what he's saying. And of the film also itself kind of uh, within, you know, one of its characters, the um, Louis C.K. character, who is actually not a real person. He's an amalgamation, an amalgamation of two or three, yeah, two or three that, different yeah. people. But it kind of puts it across in, in that of where he outright kind of says, look, it, it, it is all right for you mm. in the sense that, you know, you're already rich. You already, you've yeah. already earned a lot of money doing this. Well, they even kind of dance around that a little bit as well. It's a little <laughs> bit like, well, there's this guy who's got these very firm beliefs and these very, you know, strong beliefs. And then, you know, th- as an audience member, it's very obvious to me that you can kind of look at him and go, well, you're doing okay. If you really are communist, why aren't you sharing the wealth? Because that's what communism is all, all about. And will you be able to give up the lake at the end of your garden? And they get around it by, go, by you know, Brian Cranston turning around and saying something, well, you know, blah, 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 and just gives it a... A, a witty and semi-clever piece of um, piece of copy because he's a because he's a scriptwriter and it sort of gets him out of it and it's just a bit like it's it's a, I, I can't I can't feel bad for this guy who's having a bit of a rough patch in his that, that's career. the thing Did, it, yeah. it obviously in real life it wasn't a bit of a rough patch. This film this film makes it feel like it was a bit of a rough patch. It, it maybe doesn't sort of. I think maybe what the film maybe doesn't put across, and what the film kind of is a little bit. It's kind of caught between telling two stories. It's kind of telling the story. It's telling Trombone's story whilst also trying to tell a story about um, you know the, the blacklisting in, in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and maybe if you wanted to explore the impact of the of blacklisting in Hollywood. Trombone, trombone isn't isn't the best fucking person to pick because the guy, you know, yes he suffered, but nowhere near as much as as other people. I mean, you have to look at someone like um, Sean Penn's dad, for instance, was was blacklisted. Um, 
and that had a major impact on, 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 on the family, but again, not to the level of, of other peoples that, that were that were kind of impacted by it. But then it doesn't go as much into uh, the fact that it, it, he became quite dependent on on drugs and alcohol to, because he was essentially he was writing for sort of sixteen, seventeen hours a day, and what he was writing was shit, and he fully. Had- Admits it was shit, and the King Brothers was writing was shit. But it's just the shit that he wrote was better than the shit that other people wrote. But he was writing for sort of sixteen hours a day sometimes, you know, and that that must be fucking difficult to kind of sit and do that. And then he was also doing all these other things. I don't think it got into the. Well, I will agree on that absolutely. Is it didn't get in uh, how sort of difficult got that it made it look like he, he, he made it quite easy and made it quite you know well you can do this and you can do this and you can do this and it, it, it felt those bits felt a little bit floaty yeah maybe it's you know I'm, I'm not i'm not denying for a second that the that it probably was a, a bit more difficult and a harder road and stuff like that but it's the sense of the film to me is that and the reason why i feel that it's being given the attention that it's being given by people who vote for these things is that it's a little bit like, oh, they stopped him from making his, his you know, they stopped him from writing poetry and he was forced to write beat movies. And it's a bit like, well, you know what? I write for a living. I'd love to be able to write the stuff that I... I like to write about all day. I don't want to write about. Uh, but I get paid for it and I'm grateful for that. You know, so... It, it feels a little bit like, you know, the world's smallest violin for, for, for Dalton Trumbo, really. You know, when, in fact, this was a massive injustice and loads of people, there are probably loads of tragic stories attached to it. Um, whereas this guy with sort of ambiguous beliefs about communism um, kind of floated through it a little bit. And again, that's not me commenting on the real story of, Dalton Trumbo, this is what coming on the yeah, film, yeah. which, which is which yeah, is how you've got to, which is how you got to look at it, really, because you're not you're not reviewing the real life events of what happened. You're reviewing what the film has told you has happened. Yeah. So you, like you say, like, you can't go, oh yeah, but it was like that because that's not the film showing. You're not reviewing the actual ex- the actual events. You're reviewing the film yeah. depiction of the events, and I can absolutely see that. Um, I, I like movies about movies, um, and. and it, and also, well, I like John Goodman. So if you yeah, think about great. movies and John Goodman, you're on a fucking solid platform straight away there with me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, same. I mean, I I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I, yeah, I very much man. enjoyed it. But I'm a little bit... Uh, I, I was a little bit let down. I enjoyed the performance and I enjoyed the fact that it was mo- a movie about movies. I'm a sucker for movies about movies. Same. Um, I just... It, it just, on occasion there, I was a little bit... I wasn't quite as taken with the story because it didn't feel as rich as I feel that it probably could have been. Um, so, but I still enjoyed it. You know, it's a three point. I think a three point five. I think out of five on Letterbox. So, you know, that's yeah, a good that's, score for me. So, that's that's exactly what I'd, I'd have given it to be honest. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would as well. Um, I'm gonna let you guys talk. Because I, I think I'm going to concentrate on my what I've been watching on the next show and like do some catch up there. So, you guys go. Well, I, I'll throw a couple out there. Um, I, I rewatched Hateful Eight. 
because um, Becky wanted to watch it, and I wanted to see if the um, the 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 because we watched when me and uh, Ian watched it. We obviously watched it, and we got an actual um, a break in it for, for fifteen minutes. No, did uh, you see uh, this? Sorry, it's a it's the strangest thing. Sorry, I, for some reason there's I just I don't know what it is. There's a new Tarantino movie out. And I can't get interested enough to just fucking watch it. What else? It's the strangest thing. Like, I don't want to Is something that's just not hooking me and hasn't been. And I don't know why. I, I, I'll probably it, enjoy it. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'd be very surprised if you didn't, to be honest. Um, At least enjoy it. Enjoy not, it, yeah. It, it's, it's one of his lesser for me. But, yeah, you'd at least enjoy it. The bits that, that we discussed, uh, Ian, that, that bothered us uh, when we discussed previously about it, because I think we had very similar because, kind of bits. Because of the break? Like, yeah, yeah uh, okay. didn't suffer as much from it. Okay, that's good to know. Didn't, they, didn't, they didn't feel as out of place uh, within it. Uh, one thing we'll say is it, it really it doesn't feel like a near three-hour movie. It really doesn't feel like a near three-hour movie. It gets to the point of where you're 45 minutes in and you look at it and go... Shit, we're fucking forty-five minutes in, and it, it, it's got a heck of a pace. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought I really enjoyed it the first watch, and I, I, I still really enjoy it. it. It's it's different to what I was expecting, but I still really like it. I think it's one that it, it will probably grow the more and more I watch it. To be honest, um, I also watched Night at the Museum, uh, the third one, for some reason because I watched the first two and quite liked them. Uh, so watch that. It's it's it, it's horrible. It's a terrible movie. It is. It, it's awful. It's not that bad. Uh, did you, have you seen it? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, um, I, um, I watched it on the train coming back from Noel Stag, so I might not have been in the, the <laughs> best uh, the best of frame of minds, but I, I thought it was all right. I, I I thought it was it was horrible, with the exception of of one thing. Dan Stevens is magnificent in it. <laughs> Dan Stevens is very good. His co- his reactions to Ben Stiller and his constant kind of putting down of him is yeah. The fact that he keeps calling him gangly bells. Yes. Um, and then the bit where his nose gets deformed and he's shouting everybody to stop looking at his nose. He's, he's, he's brilliant, yeah. The, it, the it, Hugh Jackman cameo in Night in the Museum 3 is pretty good. Yes, it I'm is. I'm not actually. joking, no. He no. does, uh, and, and he, he does actually keep calling him Huge Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> when he says his name. Does he owe Ben Stiller a favour or something? What? I, I don't think, know. But yeah, he, 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 he was around when, I think... They were shooting Days at Future, Future Past at the same time or something, and he was about, and he went, yeah, go on then, I'll do a day. Yeah. Bloody good guy. Dan Stevens' can't, character can't pronounce his name or doesn't understand his name, so keeps calling him Huge Jackman. <laughs> which so, is, oh, so he's playing Huge Jackman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's weird. Right, uh, which is, he's which like is, doing a stage play in London or something. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, which which was entertaining, yeah. Um, uh, that's pretty much all I've watched. There's a couple of ones, but I'll talk about them in more depth next time we go out. Oh, cool. Go on then, all. I've just got the one, um, I think. Let's have a look. Oh, yeah, Green Lantern. Um, I watched Galaxy Quest, but that was last week. Really enjoyed that. Can't believe it's taken me this long to it's watch Galaxy Quest. Film. It's, it's fantastic film, fun. Uh, and really, really heartfelt as well. Like, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's not cynical at all. It's not mocking it's actually really very um genuine and and i really appreciated that um i also last night uh, had a horrible day at work yesterday um and i just i was listening to um 
the new Dan and Ben podcast uh, stream. Oh, podcast. yeah, man. And, sure, it, yeah. you know, it was nothing directly connected to them. It's just I came home and I was like, I need to just watch something like from the 80s with horror in it or comedy, like something just, you know, I just need to watch something sort of culty, horror-y kind of just to, to wash the stink of today out. Um, so I took to Apple TV and had a, fl- had a look around, went to Netflix, not expecting to find anything, and noticed Night of the Comet um, <laughs> from 1984. And I can't believe I've never seen Night of the Comet. It feels so directly in my wheelhouse that um yeah that was your first watch it's, it's yeah it's i don't even know if i've heard of it though that's the weird thing and it's you know um it's been given a, a sort of loving release and something in recent years um so some silly big-haired colorful sci-fi uh horror romping um and it looked great i loved the the red filters that they had all over everything after the sort of um after the the, the comet um uh, and, and all that stuff uh the one thing i would say is it sort of loses its way a little bit and it kind of doesn't it feels like it doesn't know what it wants to be because it sort of it starts off with um, you know, this comet's going to arrive and it's going to turn every, it's going to kill everybody and it's going to leave behind a sort of infected race of zombies that like eat people. Um, and then it sort of focuses on the survivors and does its sort of little, uh, its little dawn of the dead bit in, in the shopping mall and all that type of thing. And then it sort of reintroduces the zombie characters a little bit. <clears throat> but then for like the whole second half of the film is about this sort of, this sort of brain trust that exists somewhere that's feeding off blood. Oh no, that it's using the blood to try and come up with uh, a cure. And it's a bit like, well, hang on a minute. What shouldn't we by now? Shouldn't we be fighting zombies and killing zombies and chopping zombies up? So it feels like it loses its way a little bit. Um, and it feels like they kind of couldn't really decide what direction they were going to take it in. Um, but if you are looking for just sort of like brightly colored fun, um, 80s stuff that's um, that's you know just a nice 90 minutes uh, I, I absolutely would recommend it um, and the actress in it I've got to see what else she was in I'm sure I've seen her in stuff before what's her name Your uh, Dreams <laughs> Film Info and Reviews she is Catherine Mary um, Last Starfighter Weekend at Bernie's Last Starfighter Ooh, wow. uh, oh, yeah, of course, she's Gwen in The Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's great. She's just, you know, very typical, um, very typical 80s looking, uh, 80s comedy. She's 80s sci-fi hot. Comedy. Yeah, she's 80s sci fi comedy hot. She's great. Mm. Um, so if you like things like, you know, Killer Clowns or you like things like, uh, well, you know, that type of tone, um, then it, it's definitely worth a blast. It's a lot of fun. So, and that was it for me, really. Um, I'll mention one then very quickly. Um, I rewatched Crimson Peak. Ah. I keep meaning to keep people keep talking about this, and I keep thinking I need to watch this and forgetting. So maybe I'll watch it tonight. Is it on anything? Uh, Netflix. Oh, iTunes. Okay. Um, I don't know whether you can rent it on there yet, though. You can yeah, it went rental today. Today? Oh, it was yesterday. Okay. So um, yesterday, yeah. I enjoyed it. A lot more second time round. I'm oh, I've kind of I've come a, I've come around on it. It's it there's certain scenes that make 
a lot more narrative sense second time round. Um, the thing is, you've got to go in knowing it's not going to scare you in the fucking slightest. Oh, hang it on tries. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, Ian. I've just made a terrible error. I've gotten mixed up with Crimson Tide. <laughs> <laughs> Crimson Tide's a great film. I'm sorry. Carry on. <laughs> have you seen Crimson Peak? No, not yet. No. Have you, have you seen Crimson Tide? I'm sorry, I'm just absolutely useless. I've not seen Crimson Tide. It's come up on a couple of podcasts elsewhere sometimes. No, no, Crimson, Crimson Tide sorry. is fantastic. Crimson Tide is fantastic. Derailing right, if, your... It, God, if you'd gone to, see the, if you've gone to see the latest Del Toro film, expecting to happen with a sub. Jesus Christ. Um, so when I was saying it's not at all scary, you were you thinking, what? <laughs> what that's like? <laughs> Crimson Tide's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Oh, dearie me. Um, so, uh, yeah, Crimson Peak. It's um, it's not at all scary, but, I mean, like, the fact that so much of it was practical sets and stuff is awesome. Um, and the kind of the melodrama-ness of it, I think, kind of took hold a bit more. Um, I think Hitchcock's Rebecca is quite a good touchstone for the film. Um it's a very, very old school film. And I think watching it in such close proximity to a lot of Del Toro's other stuff, which we, we did before Crimson Peak, like, cause we did the whole show of Del Toro's Spanish language stuff before yeah. reviewing Crimson Peak. So I watched it all in like the, the week beforehand. I think that might have been a bad idea for Crimson Peak because even though it's like one of his less mainstream, broader, like aiming films, it's not really one of his foreign language films either. It's kind of a different beast. Um, and it, yeah, it, it worked for me more. The plot worked more. Vasikowska is still not great. Um, but she never is. Chast- Chastain is the shit. She's fucking awesome in that film. Um, and like, uh, just to look at it, it's really good. The thing is, I spunked nine ninety nine on it on iTunes. I didn't even like it that much, but I wanted to watch the extras. And you know what? I haven't even watched them yet. Um, but I, I, I'm glad I did because I'm glad I've got it in my collection now. I, I see me watching Crimson Peak again. So, um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I was actually really, really pleased because I bought that fucking Mondo poster and it cost me like 80 quid as well. So it's nice that I, nice it, like, I can finally say, yeah, it is a really nice poster. It's nice to say that it's a film I actually like now. So, you know, um, Talk about that some more. So easily though. could have happened with the strange colour of your body's tears as well. I was oh, this close to buying a yeah. poster for that. Oh, that would have been brutal. Yeah, better. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fucking hope I'd never have to watch that fucking film again. Oh, I will never watch that film again. Um, but I might rewatch well, Crimson Peak. Yes, and I'm Crimson Tide. I've got the problem to write. Do I watch Crimson Peak? Do I watch Crimson Tide? Tide. Watch Crimson Tide. Yeah. Watch Crimson Tide. It's available in some of the Netflix regions. Okay, I'll look into that. I think the Brazilian, the Brazilian and the Argentinian, I think is available. Well, you're gonna have to Canada, Canada, Argentina, Brazil, Mexico, and Colombia. Which means that Noel can't watch it. Yeah, I know. I would just just in case. Is it it on iTunes? Crimson Tide. I think it should be. Crimson Tide's got to be on iTunes. Oh, yeah, expensive. Can it? Let's have a look. Oh, who can get there quick enough? It won't be me, because my internet's shit at the moment. Crimson Tide. It's only available to buy, and it's a tenner. 
Can't really justify a tenner at the moment. I'm a bit no, scared. So, no. Uh, well, you can buy Roll Tide from Crimson Tide, played by the City of Prague Philharmonic for 79p. 79p, yeah. 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 I could. <laughs> Any related films? I could just listen to some podcasts about it. Um, do you still have do, do you have access to Sky On Demand? Uh, is that the one you get with the movies package? Yeah. I don't have the movie channels anymore. Ah, damn. It's Villain Sky, you see. Well, That's Crimson okay. Peak. Crimson Peak is three forty nine to rent in standard def. Just do that. <sighs> standard def? All right, four forty nine for HD. Yeah, I'll pay the extra quid, man. Come on, please. No, please. That's true. Smell the 90s. I'll tell you what, you don't like Crimson, <laughs> Crimson Peak, I'll give you your fucking money back. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> so you already went for three forty nine. <laughs> Yeah, you can only watch it in standard def, though. Oh, no, no deal. No deal. <laughs> you watch it in HD, you don't like it, I'll give you the free 49. You pay <laughs> yeah. that extra quid for the HD. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's do some questions before we uh, get off then. Um, so just a couple. Uh, TGP73, when was the last time you wore a mask? <laughs> Uh, the Eyes Wide Shut tribute night that I went to uh, a couple of years back. I'm wearing my mask right now. Um, That's very good. For those who are only listening to the audio version, you just missed out on gold. Yes, you did. Uh, I wore a, a Jason mask uh, just before we moved um, house because I had one. <laughs> and I was throwing shit out and went, oh, Jason masks. Obviously, I put it on and wandered around for about 10, 15 minutes wearing it and then realised, I'm still wearing this, aren't I? <laughs> it won't surprise, it won't surprise anyone to learn that I do have uh, an iron mask. And <laughs> I do wear it frequently uh, because um, I'll chase Charlie around with it and he pretends to be the Hulk and I pretend to be Iron Man. So fairly oh. frequent. Yeah. I can't do that shit. Um, if I, I've got a Donna bought me a dressing gown with a, like a monkey hood for Christmas, and Lottie loves me putting it on until I put the monkey hood on. She'll go, <laughs> "Daddy, ooh ooh," and I'll put it on. Then I'll put the monkey hood on, and she will not like it. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Steve Dixon at the Great SD. What are the most underrated comedies of the eighties? Ooh, we can at Bernie's. I'd be tempted to say Better Off Dead, the film that Noel and I yeah. did commentary ah, for. Yeah, Great and, Lost podcast. Uh, de- yeah, deleted, and it got deleted. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good shout, though. Yeah. Yeah, but Better it's Off good. Dead's fucking good, man. It is Midnight Run. Yeah. Uh, is that really underrated, though? It's kind of got a little bit more um, credence, I think, recently, but I think for a long time it was kind of unheralded, it was. Uh, yeah, okay. Fletch. Don't think it's as, as, yeah. as it should do. Fletch does. Um, I would also say 48 Hours. Nobody really talks very much about 48 Hours. 48 Hours is good. Do you know why? Right. It's really fucking racist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, but they get so much places and people kind of give that a bit of a pass. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The, one, the other one that I would say is there's a series of films, actually, um, called uh, the Lemon Popsicle series. Oh, um, yeah. And... I've only seen a couple of them. Um, well, I've seen I've seen Lemon Popsicle and I've seen uh, Private Popsicle. Uh, Private Popsicle are covering in Adventures of VHS, 
Um, and I also cover a movie called uh, The Last American Virgin, which is the American remake of um, Lemon Popsicle, the first Popsicle yes. movie. And all of those movies are great. They're all great. They're all very charming, very funny. They're very, you can kind of see where a lot of sort of porkies and, you know, more modern stuff like American Pie, you can see a lot of that reflected in them. Um, and they're hugely underrated. I think you can get the box set of Popsicle movies very cheaply as well. Um, and I intend to watch the rest of them very soon. They're, they're a lot of fun. And the, the, the private Popsicle, again, is hugely racist and hugely sexist. Um, but the three sort of characters, uh, th- these are Israeli comedies that were sort of funded yeah. by canon. Um, the three sort of guys at the center of it, they just kind of breeze through everything with sort of this effortless charm, and it's it's just a lot of fun. Um, well, kind of like they, the first hits, really, for canon, weren't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they absolutely were, yeah. yeah. And Last American Virgin, um, I think it got, I don't know who it was that put it out, but it got a Blu-ray release. Um, Arrow. Uh, it was Arrow. Arrow put it out, um, yeah. It's well worth picking up. It's it's a it's a movie of two halves completely. It's it's a it's an absolute sex comedy, nineteen eighties sex comedy romp for about sixty minutes, and then the last thirty minutes go in a very different direction. Um, and heartfelt when it when it decides to do that. Um, so yeah, definitely underrated them. Very nice. Um, okay, so that's gonna do it for this week um coming up in uk cinemas this week bone tomahawk <laughs> really um yeah bone bone Tom- seriously yeah. yeah um so uh yeah that's out in key cities um I'm, I'm assuming that one would be vod pretty quickly as well um it's amazing it was in my top 10 of last year please do fucking see it if you haven't um yes, absolutely the f- uh, the finest hours, um, which is the like, it's set on a ship and it was sinking or something. I think I saw the trailer. Chris Pine and Casey oh, Affleck yeah. are in it. Um, yeah. What else we got? Um, Free Held, starring Julianne Moore and Ellen Page. Julianne Moore's a like a copper who is dying of cancer and she wants to. Like, I thought Mark was just throwing himself off his chair. Though. I fucking was gonna, because that film just fucking looks awful. Oh my god! It's like, yeah, she wants her lesbian lover to have her pension, and the cops say no or something. So there's because that. of course Ellen Page has come out, so now she can only fucking play lesbians. Yeah, yeah. Um, How to be single, which um, Rebel Wilson in Dakota Johnson, Alison Brie, Leslie Mann. I'm John McGrath. Did you see somebody <laughs> in, in some cinema? Uh, I think in Manchester it might even been no. Uh, had drawn over a load of the other posters, and one of those was you know what it said now. This is now showing that yeah. written over in marker saying saying go see Deadpool, yeah. and where it said how to be how to be single, they crossed out single and written Deadpool, Deadpool. underneath. <laughs> <laughs> and then start them for the Star Wars one. They'd put Deadpool is a and then crossed out Wars, so it said Star. <laughs> and there was another one they did as well. <laughs> there's a guy one where it's like, yeah, there's there's a, a thing going around about where some yeah, somebody certainly vandalised all of them and just put Deadpool. I saw people posing with you know the Deadpool sort of lay down standee yeah. thing. Uh, there were people posing and taking photographs with it, like you know, and uh, you know, just reflective of what I was saying before about 
people were kind of going mad for it in the cinema. That, that Somebody I was in, in the, one of the Leeds views uh, actually ripped off the Deadpool off that and took it with them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, the film that we'll probably be reviewing, Triple uh, Nine, the new John Hillcoat one. Yes. Um, so thank you very much, Noel. Um, very welcome. Thanks for having me. Probably the last podcast you'll be on before Adventures in VHS is actually out in the world. So well done. Congrats. Thank you very much. It's been a long road and I'm not quite sure where I've been. <laughs> success. I've had good times. Remember this. <laughs> I'm not saying anything I need. Anymore. <laughs> I need a wee wee. Um, okay, so we'll be back next week. Thank you very much for. You're listening. actually rocking here. I, I, <laughs> no, really I am. I'm in our rocking chair. <laughs> the rocking chair of awesomeness. Um, so yeah, there's going to be more video content on the uh, the site uh, on the YouTube page this week. We might have the site up. Who knows? Hopefully, uh, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I keep fucking and... keep meaning to fucking do it, and then fucking things happen. <laughs> that yeah, fuck well, yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, you, you, yeah, I, um, it's been a tough week for Mark, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go easy on him. But if it's not, <laughs> not up in the next week, then hell's to pay. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> uh, thank you much, uh, very much, as ever, Noel, and uh, thank you, Mark. Thank you, thank you, everyone. Yes, Thanks, thank everyone. you, people. Goodbye. Yes.